Captain's log. Stardate. Unimportant. We continue our mission designated Pappy and the Pepper Boldly Go, a podcasting experiment wherein we, the subjects, Captain Pappy and First Officer Pepper, watch every episode of Star Trek in order and engage in loose conversation about what we've encountered. Crew morale is low, our starship in dire need of repairs, but I know we shall achieve our hypothesized goal of comedic genius. All right, welcome back to Pappy and the Pepper Boldly Go. I'm Captain Pappy. And I'm First Officer Pepper. It is Stardate, Season 1, Episode 2, Charlie X. We're still in uh, the original series, and this one was... It it was interesting. It was okay. It wasn't the most memorable Star Trek episode, but it was definitely... Interesting. Harkens back to uh, some Twilight Zone kind of shit. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Elaborate. I will elaborate. Okay, so for context, this episode is about a a teenage boy that comes on to the Enterprise and he's weird. He's like lived alone his whole life because he was in like a, he was the only survivor of a of a shipwreck, like, whenever he was three. Uh, and they think that he's just been living alone, like, his whole life. Basically learned how to survive on his own. Uh, he not, not, like a, not like a pirate shipwreck, more like a star shipwreck. Yeah, I, I figured people would pick up on that. Well, I just like to specify, because I don't know if you've noticed that, like, um, uh, combat in Star Trek is kind of, it's got, like, a naval feeling to it. Oh, yeah. Have you ever, you know, noticed that? I have. I really love the, like, comparison of just, like, like regular naval, like, ships and, you know, naval terminology and stuff, but applied to, like, spaceships. Yeah, and they're, like... Space. It's like, Space yeah. is, like, uh, the universe's ocean. Yeah. And like, Captain Fire... Phaser cannons off the starboard bow. Arg. We've got got to stow away. His name is Charlie. You walk the plank, Charlie. If you don't come down. Blue skies at night. Sailor's delight. Blue skies in the morning. Oh, what a beautiful beautiful morning. (laughs) (laughs) You knew where I was going. It's all black skies, space. Black skies at night. Sailor's delight. Black skies in morning. That's the way it always looks out here. Arr. Space. Anyways. Um, what were you saying? Oh, I was giving context for why it reminded me of Twilight Zone. It's pirate ship. Oh, no, uh, yeah, uh, Twilight Zone. Go ahead. Um, okay, so Charlie has is weird. Um, he also, like, has powers that he does not, he doesn't have the mental maturity in order to handle them correctly, so he keeps, like, sending people away, no one knows where, just away, like, making them just, like, fade out and stuff out of existence. Yeah, it's, 
it harkens back to the Twilight Zone episode. I don't remember what the name of it was, but you know the kid who kept sending people out to the cornfield and he kept making yeah. like weird creatures and stuff. Yeah, I remember this shit. Yeah, I was like, that's all I could think about while I was watching this episode. It was just like, ah, Charlie sent someone to the cornfield again. I like, it's funny you mentioned that because I did think the same thing, but I forgot. And then I was like, you know, William Shatner was also in an episode of The Twilight Zone. Like, exactly. Gremlin Man. Gremlins. On the plane. On the plane. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the Twilight Zone had only come out, like, a few years prior to this, so there's probably quite a few ties that we'll probably notice. Definitely, definitely some influences, I would say. Yeah. I so, mean, Twilight Zone has been a great influence on many a media, uh, TV shows, <laughs> movies, and stuff. Especially uh, sci-fi and the spooky. I mean, Twilight Zone was, like, the sci-fi show. And it wasn't, but it wasn't always very sci-fi. Sometimes it was just like, uh, it's, a, it's a haunted doll. Yeah, it was a, a mix of the genre of the genres, you know, spooky and um, sciency, sci-fi, 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 sci-fi. There's that episode with the aliens, and, and they're like the joy of serving man, and it's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. The serving oh. man. It's oh, a ho, cookbook. Ho. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Oh, ho, ho. The, those guys kind of look like the Vians. They did. They had big heads, and they spoke with their minds and not with their mouths. And they probably, I mean, there are only so many ideas for what aliens looked like at this point. So far, we've seen, um, let's see, the alien uh, track record thus far has been um, Spock, who looks like Spock. an elf. Spock's an angry elf. We've got a uh, salt monster, which was boggy, uh, like, boggy salt monster. Yeah, yeah, a swamp creature that came from an arid desert planet. And then we've got uh, the Vians, who are like big headmen. Actually, actually, haven't really been introduced yet, but they're coming. And they were, I think, kind of in the pilot. I don't know if they were necessarily Vians, but. Uh, do you think that's kind of like the baby idea for Vians? I think so. I mean, they look exactly like them. It's the same type of premise of like they kidnap people and then telepathically torture them. And, you know, it's all uh, to see if you're worthy of living type of, you, you know, it's, it's same shit. Same shit. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Look how forward to that episode. You're, you're worthy of living. Yes. Spoiler alert, no one is. No one's worthy of living. We're all just floating around out here and just fucking shit up. Like, um, this episode was uh, pretty fun because it's just about a really awkward guy who um, got superpowers, but it's not super evident at first that he got superpowers. But he, like... <laughs> It's, I mean, literally the entire episode is this kid, like, going around not knowing how to talk to people and then, like, sexually assaulting women because he doesn't understand that it's wrong. And then, like, uh, a lot of Captain Kirk uh, vehemently trying not to discuss... I'm a father figure. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're like, Kirk, you gotta be a father figure. And he's like, 
That's my worst fear. I, I, I don't know. No, I can't be a father. Damn it. Bones, I'm a space captain, not a daddy. Not a daddy. I'll be a daddy in another in another way. I think they were just like going, <laughs> "Oh, hoo, hoo. I'm some I'm somebody's daddy, but not in the same kind of context that you are pushing for." I love whenever he's trying to explain to Charlie uh, why you shouldn't just smack a girl's ass, <laughs> and he's like, "You know, you can do other things with girls." But Dog. you should never hit them. Never hit a girl. There's and never a good way to hit a girl. <laughs> unless she's into it. Unless she's into it. Unless it's sexual. Yeah, so it's like... Um, I would argue that there's sometimes a good reason to hit a girl. For instance, if she's hitting me for no damn reason, I ain't... She's going to really get in good situations why it's justified to hit a girl. Um, like, she has gun. She is about to push a kid off a bridge. Uh, she comes up and smacks you in the dick. Like, I mean, there's a lot of good reasons to hit a woman. Uh, um, I hate it when women smack me in the dick. Yeah. Um, God. Well, I am a woman, so everything's free game. I can just hit any chick I want to when I want to. Um, yep. And I do. <laughs> I do frequently. It's one of my favorite hobbies. <laughs> it's a right I exercise frequently. <laughs> hey, like, um, so I guess I couldn't relate to what exactly the fucking problem was, and neither could Kirk, it seemed. I, I kind of kept expecting them to be like, okay, go ask Captain Kirk why you can't come up and, like, grab my tit. And then uh, Captain Kirk to just kind of be like, I don't understand why she's upset. I grab I grab women by the tit all the time. Charlie, there's certain things you can do as a captain that you can't do as a weird little boy. So, mm -hmm. unfortunately, maybe you need to go talk to someone who's a little bit more of a loser. Go talk to my good friend Bones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he's only had he's, one girlfriend. Aw, poor Bones. He's only no, had he, one girlfriend. He's super lame. Well, he used to be married. I think he got divorced. Oh, okay. So he's had one girlfriend and like a uh, failed marriage. Yes. Well, what, what was all that bullshit about? Like, uh, Bones has had exactly one flame in his life and it was this salt monster lady. I said he's had exactly one romance plot in the show, and it's this salt monster lady. Oh, does his ex-wife ever come up? Uh, maybe in passing? I don't know. I can't really remember. I do know that, like, you know, canonically, as part of his character, he is a divorced dude because he's got a daughter. He has a daughter? Yeah. I didn't know. Yes. He's a little baby bones. Little bones. Junior. Well, I think I think she's a grown woman. A big grown baby bones. Big grown baby bones. Big grown baby bones. Ooh, grown lady. Uh, that's cool. Does she ever come up? Um, I think so. Otherwise, how would how would I know that he has a daughter? Is she also an alcoholic? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe it's a family trait. 
is he an alcoholic? I kind of got, I, I feel like he should be. Um, I he think he's so miserable. Well, he loves mint juleps. That's his favorite drink. Mint julep? Mint julep. Uh, yeah. Okay. No wonder he's only had one girlfriend. <laughs> Have you ever had a julep? No. Me neither. Do you think they're good? Um, I don't know. I really like the, uh, you know, mint flavored things. Maybe I would like it. Mojito. I love peppermint schnapps. Peppermint. Ooh, that's Christmas time. Christmas, that's any time, baby. <laughs> that's any time. I like putting peppermint schnapps in my hot cocoa. In the hot cocoa? Mm-hmm. Well, you know who doesn't get any hot cocoa? Charlie. Because he's huh. a little asshole. Yeah. So, Charlie don't know no people. Charlie grown up not known no people. And so... He... What they think. What they think. They think that he's grown up alone, but then it's like, uh, well, that's, you know. Yeah, that's a big reveal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, like, keeps smacking women on the ass. He keeps, like, uh, interrupting people, and no one really likes him. Uh, he doesn't uh, He doesn't he have any of- kind of, like, manners or anything like that because he's uh, grown up without human contact, like, his whole life, basically. So he didn't learn that. Uh, but that's a problem because he also doesn't understand why it's wrong and he throws a tantrum if anyone tries to explain why it's wrong to him and his tantrums are n- no good because he's got like, you know, send him to the cornfield powers. Yeah, so he'll like uh, cross his eyes at you and like make, <laughs> make a meme at you and then you just kind of disappear. <laughs> And I love the face he makes. It's so funny. At first, it was jarring on that first little scene where you like see it for a second. Those guys are like dropping him off, and they're like, "Okay, bye, Charlie." And he's just like, and he goes like, and you see it like just for a split second. You're like, "What fuck was it?" This kid's weird. And he just like tilts his head and crosses his eyes at them, and then like. Yeah, and then you die. It's pretty sick power when you think about it. I mean, that's really, like, all that happened in this episode. People Um, offend him. He crosses his eyes. They disappear. We get a nice, a nice hefty scene of um, Captain Kirk's bulge because of his... Yeah, okay, there's, like, a really fun part where they're doing martial arts or whatever. Kirk's, he's finally accepted... His role as like a pseudo father figure for Charlie, and he immediately takes that to mean that he needs to teach Charlie how to fight. So, <laughs> all right, so we, Charlie, they go to the gym. A problem I I typically deal with because I get laid all the time. But for you, with your pent up sexual frustration, I've got a good solution. You're gonna sling men onto the ground and dominate yeah. them. You're gonna take all your sexual frustration and uh take it out on men who you are fighting and then you take a nice cold shower afterwards and you you're gonna lose that urge to hit women on their genitals (laughs) so here we go charlie let me flip you and then he flips him look at my bulge charlie (laughs) my glorious bulge you one day you could have a bulge like this i know how to make you feel nice and impotent look at my dick 
Look at me. <laughs> Look Honestly, at my dick. If I'm those not... pants had been any tighter, this episode would have been rated X. Um. <laughs> <laughs> rated X, Charlie X. Rated X for Charlie X, yes. Um. Rated X for too much sex. I also saw Captain Kirk's tetes. His little yeah, knots. Was... <laughs> he was in pretty good shape. I mean, back then in shape everybody was like super barrel chested yeah he doesn't get uh kind of chunky until a little bit later on in the show he gets a little chunky later well you know it's okay you know, those yeomans are always bringing those plates of juju beans around and like and that and just casually standing space. around on the bridge with a little plate of candy that he's eating and he's like i just can't figure it out space celery space celery with that frilly red shit on it with just like a shit ton of salt on it my goodness she was yeah. pouring that salt on there you need a lot of salt you know salt's very bland um but yeah so i saw captain kirk's nip knops i saw his bulge he was wearing incredibly tight red pants um this is, this is how i reacted to kirk's bulge i'm, watch, I'm watching this with my husband i go oh look at his little dick <laughs> <laughs> Look at a little dick. Look at a little dick. That's kind of a normal sized dick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is where we, uh, or I guess Kirk discovers Charlie's powers because, um, in the midst of him teaching Charlie how to fight, he throws him on the ground, and another dude that's in there kind of laughs at him a little bit. You know, it's all in good fun. Nothing, you know. Uh, malicious about it or whatever, but Charlie takes it to mean that the dude's laughing at him specifically, and he sends him to the cornfield. Yeah, and that <laughs> guy's dead. No, I'm not dead. Oh yeah, okay. You don't die if you get sent to the cornfield. I think he's like sending In... people back with the um. Oh, he's like temporarily Big twist unexisted. Yeah. He no longer exists for uh, a brief moment. Yeah, until like uh, until those uh, the the dudes bring him back. Yeah, so like the big twist is that uh, this kid actually didn't survive on his own for like <clears throat> fourteen years, completely like on his own. There were like these Wizard of Oz aliens. Yeah, there were these uh, floating heads. Yeah, floating green head dudes, Wizard of Oz style uh, aliens. They have no like physical bodies, I guess. Uh, yeah, they're, they're just like a a wispy floating old man head. Wizard of Oz, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz is very, very apt uh, comparison. Um, but yeah, they're the ones that gave Charlie his powers be- so that he could live. I guess I don't know. I don't really understand. I guess because now he can, like, you know... Could he conjure shit up? They didn't actually show that a whole lot. Oh, yes, he could. Yeah, so he could just, like, imagine himself up a little pizza or something. But they didn't didn't make that super explicitly clear. There's, like, one scene where he gives that uh, Yeoman Yeoman Rand Paul, uh, Hmm. like, a green light bulb. What was that supposed to be? I don't know, but apparently it was her favorite. And, well, the prop was like a an upside down light bulb that was painted green, and she's like, "Oh, I love this!" And I love this. this is so nice. This is my oh, favorite. 
How did you get it? You can't find these on the ship. And then I guess I take that to mean that he, like, made it? Yeah, I think he made it. Yeah? He existed it. He oh. brought it into existence, yeah. So he yeah. can do that too, but he doesn't. Like, but it's exactly like one time. But I guess that's how he, you know, survived for fourteen years. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah. And then the wizard dudes they come back to like get him because he also in all of this madness that's happened. Uh, he destroyed a ship, the last ship that he was on. They were trying to call the Enterprise to like warn them about Charlie. But he destroyed their ship before they could get the warning out. Uh, yeah. I think the wizard dudes like sensed this or something because they come at the end of the episode. They come to pick Charlie back up, and he's like all upset. He's like, "No, I, I don't want to go with them. They don't have physical bodies. I want to be with my own people and stuff." But he's been fucking shit up so bad. No one wants him around. It was like floating head men didn't properly prepare him for polite society. They did not. So he's been rampaging, feeling impotent, making people disappear and And making uh, like taking away ladies' faces. Did you see that one scene where he's like Yeah, that was walking through the hall. That was actually kinda spooky. He was like walking through the hall and there's some people laughing. He like shouts no laughing at them and then he like walks away and we pan over and we see this lady coming from that hallway and she's just like got no face. And her yeah. voice is all, like, muffled and shit. Yeah, I have to assume she died, right? No. No. Uh, the green dudes, the wizard guys, they, like, put everything back to normal. Yeah, but how long could she have survived like that without breathing and stuff? She threw her skin, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, that lady died. She might have died. I mean... Died. Star Trek's pretty gritty. People die. She got, she got Slenderman'd. It did. That was, I, I mean, legit. That was, like, kind of spooky. I don't like that kind of imagery. I see that sometimes in scary movies where it's, like, they take away the face and it's just, like, a smooth surface where someone's face should be and they're just being, like, Ooh. Yeah. So it's they freaky. still have, like, you know, like... Orifices? Uh, orifices underneath the surface. So I'm just, like, okay, you suffocate to death, right? Because... You still have all your regular inner workings. Your lungs still need air, but you got no mouth to breathe it in through. Or a nose. Or a nose. Like under a layer of skin or some shit. Uh-huh. It's really weird. Um, Do you remember Brothers Grimm, that movie that scarred me as a child? <laughs> yeah, uh, I do. There's a scene in that where that happens, and that also freaked me out. But the thing that scarred me about that movie was um, a horse eating a girl. Yeah. I don't like. Yeah, I was scared <laughs> of horses for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that horse was fucked up. Didn't it have like spider webs that shot out of its mouth, and then it like reels in the children and eats them or some shit? Yeah, what ate one child? And, and the the yeah, they like opened the horse's mouth. And they just see this girl, like, being swallowed whole. And then the horse runs away, and it's got, like, a big old belly full of child. Yeah, and she's, like, kicking around in it and stuff. It is so weird. Uh, it's, like, it's sad because it wasn't the horse's fault. No, horse was, like, possessed or some shit. But just, like, that scarred me as a child, I will say. And Do you think the horse died? No, I'd like to think not. 
and just kind of like threw her up like some right. like, uh, belly full of screwdrivers and just like <laughs> and then went back to its stable. And then it was like, what the fuck am I doing here? I gotta go home. And then it went home. <laughs> Why does my mouth taste like child? Blech. Um, But anyways, back to Star Trek. Um, So yeah, that scene was fucked up. He turns a girl into a lizard. Uh, He tries to assault uh, Yeoman Rand because he's got a little crush on her. And she keeps telling him, no, she slaps him. Mm-hmm. And, um... Won't take no for an answer. He won't take no for an answer. And uh, so he sends her to the cornfield, but she gets brought back at the end of the episode. And Charlie gets taken away at the end by the by the wizards. Yeah, and they're like, well, I guess clearly our rules aren't the same as your guys' rules. We send each other to the cornfield all the time. We'll just take this little boy back with us. And then they do. No, they were like- being like... um. We gave him these powers, but he doesn't know how to use them. If uh, he stays here, he'll destroy you and your kind, or in, or you'll be forced to destroy him. So we just better take him back. He's too damn awkward. He's too damn awkward. He doesn't know how to how to interact with people. He's kind of weird. It, we're doing you a favor. <laughs> He's awful. <Wait. laughs> No one wants to. We don't like him either, but that's why we're trying to get rid of him in the first place, actually. But we see that he's been work. Yeah, but you know, he's killed so many people. I guess. I guess we better take him back. We're not completely without a moral code. This sucks, but we'll just put him in like um our equivalent of like a psych ward or whatever. He'll be fine. We'll put him in the the timeout corner. And he's just like, no, there's no women. Am I supposed to? Bone. Don't, don't let them take me. It's a race of <laughs> it's a Wizards. race of uh intangible floating men heads. How am I supposed to get off? Yeah. This is a whole episode about one one young man getting offended. Basically. And, uh, yeah. And those floating green head men showed up at just the right time. I think Kirk's uh dick energy was starting to wear off. He was losing his big dick. Mm-hmm. Charlie was realizing, like, oh, that was just posturing. Posturing? He doesn't actually have a big dick. Mm. Maybe I'm the one with the big dick. I have a big brain dick. I could make my dick bigger because oh, I no. like that. <laughs> 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 I could conjure myself up a bigger dick. Man. If, you can dream, if you can dream it, you can do it. <laughs> Especially true for that race. First thing I would do if I had those powers. Big dick. <laughs> a big dick. That's and the first thing anyone would do. If you couldn't resist. You couldn't resist. Big dick. Instant big dick. I don't I don't want a big dick. No. I think I would um and what would you do? What would you do if you were suddenly given the powers to just like conjure anything up that you wanted and like disappear people? Um, I would probably. I don't know if I would necessarily disappear anyone. I can't. Maybe like you know, fucking Jeff Bezos or something. Make him disappear. Man, but that's gonna like cause a whole ripple effect, man. 
You gotta take that into account. The ripple. Isn't he retired now? I don't know. No idea about Jeff Bezos. I don't. I know nothing about him except he's going to space with old Billy Shat. Billy Shatner. So you oh. can't disappear him, or else Captain Kirk's never really gonna get to go to space. Shit. All right. For the moment, he's safe. Um. First thing I would do with conjuring powers is honestly, I'd probably just conjure up a pizza. Yeah, I'd probably conjure up a pizza, too. I would probably just mostly use it to conjure up any kind of food that I wanted, to be yeah. perfectly honest. <laughs> so, I feel like we're such simple creatures, because uh, if I'm ever faced with a question sort of like this, like, you can just make anything you want right now. What do you make? And I'm just kind of like, really good pizza. Cheeseburger? Oh, you're giving godlike powers. To just create anything from nothing. And you're like, oh, I kind of want a taco. <laughs> Get some Taco Bell. I don't have a Taco Bell in my town that I live in. So I'm going to get me some T-Biz. Nice. <laughs> get me a BP5 layer burrito. Ooh, cheesy uh, potato griller. They don't mm. have those anymore. I know. So that's a good thing to conjure up. Okay, so we'd probably just conjure up all of the discontinued fast food items that we like. And then sell them, and now you got a business. Yeah, that's smart thinking, actually. Uh, yeah, well, I actually, could I conjure up money? I just conjure up a whole bunch of money. You probably could conjure money. But then you, how does that, like, circulate back into the real economy? They're going to think that you're just, like, you know, making counterfeit money, which you are. But it's actually real. It's counterfeit, but it's real because I explicitly said that in my imagination that it was real money. So yes, I don't know what you want from me. They can't officer. touch me. It's real. <laughs> can't touch me. Can't argue with that logic. Can't argue with it. Mm -mm. I would just yeah, that's what I would do. Money and pizza. Money and pizza. Either that. Or if I was actually worried about the money thing, then like I said, yeah, just like conjure up all the discontinued um, yummy fast food and sell it and uh, uh, make money that way. I'd become rich in like two days. It's a pretty solid like business plan, actually. Actually, yeah. And if Charlie hadn't been so damn horny, he could have he could have capitalized on the same sort of thing. Charlie, Charlie, are you there? Come on, man. I think an investment for future being funnies, I need to uh, work on some impressions. Mmm. Um, like, you know, the big two. I need Spock and I need Captain Kirk. Yeah, Bones is easy. It's just a southern accent. Yeah, he just sounds like a dude. Damn it, Jim. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. I told you. I can't. Even with our futuristic medicine, you can't just go around making people's dicks smaller to make your <laughs> bigger. I know you want to install, install that as policy if you're going to serve on board the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> but you can't just go around doing that. I'm that's putting he, this in. That's not what he sounds like. That's what he sounds like. There you go. That's pot on. Spot on Bones impression. No, I cannot make a titty enlarging ray. 
GM. If- <laughs> DeForest Kelly couldn't have done better himself. <laughs> I nailed his part better than he did. Yeah. You can't make a titty enlargement, Ray. All right, I'll compromise. I'll make that, but I'm not messing with anyone's dicks. No dicks. I just don't want to see no dicks, Jim. Okay, I'll I'll mess with your dick, but that's it, oh. Jim. Now, let's make sure we both have the same understanding of what mess with me. I'll stroke up and down. (laughs) (laughs) This is a solid Bones impression, right? You said Mm -hmm. it's a man with a southern accent. Yes. I can do that. (laughs) They call it the tit bigifier 2000. (laughs) Tit bigifier 2000. (laughs) It's actually a mod you can install that setting on on your phaser. You can shoot anyone you want. It won't kill them. I modded it. I modded it myself into the phasers. Here, I'll show you. And he just gives Kirk, like, a big pair of tits. He gives him, like, uh, wombo tits, like, anime tits that just, like, every time he shifts even a little bit, they just... Yes. (laughs) They make that, like, uh, deep, like, bass noise that, like, explosions make on Marvel movies. They're just like... And then milk shoots out of them. And then now that's his new superpower is that he can uh, just like weaponize his titty milk. (laughs) That's like how the rest of the show is going to go, right? Yes. Okay, good. (laughs) That sounds entertaining as hell. There we go. He might have a small dick now, but man, does he have a set of tits. All right, just to even you out, I'll make a dick enlarger just for you, only to be used on you this one time. And then Kirk immediately uses it on Spock as well. Wait, does Uh, Spock have a dick? I think Vulcans have dicks, yes. Okay. They have to be every seven years. Well, then what's the point? What's the point? What's the point of having an alien if you're just going to give him a a boring old dick? I want something interesting. I mean, maybe it looks a little different. Maybe. Maybe it's like a weird shape. It's a circle. <laughs> it's, it's a circle. <laughs> Got a triangle dick. <laughs> oh my god. Like, yeah, man. Well. All power to the, the engines. Make <laughs> it so. Thank you for listening to Pappy and the Pepper Boldly Go. If you'd like to keep up with our adventures through space, follow us at Pappy Pepper on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks again, and tune in next week for more.